welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live. Okay, actually, we're not recorded live. We're in like four different locations. It's brought together by this genius technological advancement. Jerry doesn't understand it, but we'll get him through it. Here he is, Jerry Springer, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Oh, that, yeah, that was, uh, that was an, a lovely introduction, which we're not going to hear that much more of. Well, no, yeah. we, we have a, a kind of a momentous uh, announcement to make. Uh, and it's kind of a bittersweet thing. But after eight years, the Jerry Springer podcast live episodes will end after this special episode. No, so this this no. episode is going to be <laughs> that kind of no, go. No, Jerry, it's your show. It's <laughs> yeah, it's your show. I was, like, Wait I was only kidding. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna end this, and now you know we're transparent. Here's why: eight years, uh, every which is maybe longer, Jerry, than when we started it. An idea that came out of uh, gathering in New York City, you and I and our spouses, and we were goofing around. Yeah. I actually started before that back in Cincinnati at a fundraiser that you did and a drink that you and I and Bonnie, my wife, had afterwards. And we talked about starting a podcast. A New York trip created the name Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, and the rest is history. And we cr- assembled this wonderful team, David Pruce of Ambient Studios, Megan Hills is our co-host, announcer, fake phone caller, uh, Casey Campbell, our music coordinator, is often on our shows, often in our conversations. He's not just off lining up all these great musical guests, but we did it for eight years and uh, it's been decided, hey, we're going to end this phase. Now, there is something, and, and, and maybe I'll mention this right here, and I'll be a little oblique about it because it's not quite soup yet, uh, but once it is, and I'm thinking it probably will be, and we'll let everybody know who's listening. And by the way, let me back up one step. In talking to Russ Gilbert, who is our website guy, I should mention him too, um, it is very likely that the archive will live on. That's why I chose my words carefully to say that new episodes will stop after this episode. But anybody who chooses, hears about, wants to go back, listen to any of the episodes, they're going to stay where they are on jerryspringer.com. So uh, so what comes next? Well, there could be, now look, let's be honest. I'm 79, Jerry's 78. Uh, we, we drive by respectively in our respective cities uh, driving around. We know where all the retirement homes are. Uh, and that tells you something. So, but anyway, we're going to actually reinvent again. And Megan's going to have a role on this. Casey is, David Proust. And, th- and that is this. I'll at least tell you the concept, though I'm not going to name the station because, as I say, it's not all nailed down. But we're going to do a folk show. We are going to do, Jerry and I are going to become DJs, something neither one of us has ever done. We are going to play music largely from the 1960s. The Jerry Springer podcast is proudly promoted and exposed with Casey's help. Lots of singer songwriters from around the country with their original material. And they are what we would call, right, Jerry, modern 
folk singers, modern roots music singer songwriters, Americana, everything you know under that umbrella. We're now going to go back not to the beginning, but to what we call because Jerry and I live this music, the Renaissance of folk music. It so happens Jerry was in a folk duo college and after college, I was same time period, exact same time period in a folk trio. Neither one of us went anywhere with that because it turns out we met Noel Paul Stuckey in our lives and uh, those people had real talent. Yeah. Real talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casey Campbell has real talent. Actual talents. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe to look at it in a negative way, Jerry, you and I, we don't have any talent. In that no, area. No. Talent. I've made a but we both play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we both play the guitar. So, <laughs> so what are we going to be playing? We're going to be playing songs on this new show one hour a week. You could access it. It's going to be in a city, but they have archives and they have uh, live streaming. So you could be going to be able to access it as easy, easily as you can access this podcast using an Amazon device or your phone or your computer. And we're going to be playing things like uh, Odetta, Richie Havens, uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Kingston Trio, Limelighters, uh, etc. Lots of people, uh, Brothers Four, uh, a lot, lot of freedom uh, uh, artists during the civil rights period. So, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of a mixture, a diverse mixture of Renaissance folk music. It'll dip down into the 50s at times, Oscar Brand, the Weavers. It'll stretch up into the 70s at times because that music lived on John Denver well up into the 70s. We'll even throw in occasionally uh, people from uh, uh, from local organizations and groups, and, and we're going to interview people, whether that's an old Paul Stuckey. We, we're going to have, we have an interview with uh, Sylvia Tyson of Ian and Sylvia. Uh, I'm tracking down the Smothers Brothers, and we're going to see if they'll come on. So there'll be some interviews, some storytelling. Jerry Springer gave the key to the city to Bob Dylan. I've been to Bob Dylan's house. Uh, they invited me in. I declined. So we got some stories we're going to do. We're going to have on. Stalking yeah. Bob Dylan. Stalking uh, uh, Bob Dylan <laughs> and hitting yeah. Minnesota. We're going to have. They uh, thought he was with the. Yeah, they thought he was with the cleaning service, and they said yeah, no, right. on Wednesday. <laughs> Showed up at 11 o'clock at night. Casey Campbell's going to come on and uh, periodically remind us of the uh, the wonderful growth of folk music even today. So we're going to, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to cover all of that. We think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it will have the listeners it has, you know, that this will meet the needs of some people and some people won't be their uh, wheelhouse. And that's how it always is. So uh, that's what the future may hold. Uh, David, you and I through social media will let our current listeners know exactly where we are, where you can find us, how you can listen. Uh, we'll have a social media presence, a website presence. And I thought what we should do in this episode, there'll be no commentary, no played music. We just want to sit around and talk about what these eight years have been like specific to the podcast. Uh, highlights, if you will. Um, shoot, I'll start us off with I think it was, what, the second episode, we did a unique show on the Freedom Riders, R-I-D-E-R-S. 
And we brought, because right. you guys remember David Fankhauser, a Cincinnati professor, Dr. David Fankhauser, coming from Central State University. Uh, he's a Caucasian guy, but he attended college in the early part of his college at a historically black college called Central State. He answered the call, went on the Freedom Ride, spent 43 days in Parchman Prison in Jackson, Mississippi. And we brought in, you guys recall, some civil rights descendants who were in our audience, who were part of that fight at that time as well. And David Fankhauser told us about the songs that he, check out these names, John Lewis, the late congressman who became a major congressman, Stokely Carmichael. Yeah. The head of the Black Power Movement was in a cell next to him. Might have been in the same cell. Conversations for 43 days, but they sustained themselves by singing songs. The same folk songs, many of which we're going to play on this upcoming show. And we cut that into two episodes, as I recall. That, to me, Mm -hmm. was a wonderful highlight. It was great. Yeah, yeah. When I think uh, that clearly is one of them. The other that comes to mind is our trip to Cuba. Oh, wow. yeah. That yeah. was a once in a lifetime thing. That was so yeah, that, that, amazing. That, that was so eye opening. And uh-huh. uh, to do the broadcast down there, you know, one thing that still gets my goat is uh, I knew it was good. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> just because Casey can sing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw you were annoyed by that. I was a nobody knew who I was in Cuba, except some Amer- once in a while we'd run into an American. Well, remember that it we met some kids from like Fort Thomas outside yeah, of that that's restaurant. That's true. <laughs> outside of a restaurant. That's yeah, true. Gary Springer. I went, oh, this is great. Viva la Cuba. <laughs> I mean, let's, Jerry, that's flesh that out a little trip. bit. Yeah. Because I've been the, what you would call the witness to this, because you and I have been friends back to like 1970 and all through the years, and particularly when you got became a national celebrity, which was a bunch of years ago, not, not just recently, a lot of years ago, wherever you and I and our spouses would go, I would watch the reaction people would get. And I imagine that Tom Cruise gets it too. And, you know, Taylor Swift, all kinds of people who are celebs get this. But when you walk the streets of Cuba, do you remember Casey and Megan? Yeah. Nobody except oh, for yeah. these few straight Canadians and American tourists yeah. knew who the hell this guy yeah, was. So, was. so yeah. when Casey would get out his guitar and sit on the the yeah. Malacan, the wall, the flood wall on Havana, and drew a huge crowd. Drew a crowd. <laughs> drew a crowd. Oh, yeah. and, he did. It, it was so cool. Well, yeah. it was well, I mean, Jerry, I I did my best <laughs> to try to help your fame in Cuba. I mean, we sat and sang Beatles songs together right. on the Malacom. And, <laughs> That's right. You know, That's I did right. I did everything I could to try to yeah, get you, you out tried. there. To no avail, Casey. To no yeah, avail. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a magician, but all right. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Hey, you say hey, Casey, Casey, Jerry, you know, no one knew who Jerry was. <laughs> <laughs> Shove him right off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful moment. An, an incredible moment on that trip. And we should tell yeah. people, and by the way, you can go back to the archives and hear the Freedom Rider show. You can find easily the oh, Cuba yeah. show. We cut that, I think, into two episodes. Yeah. And, and, the, and our rationale for going to Cuba was the people who organized our trip is 
we said to them, we want to see the the uh, legacy and the current life of folk music in Cuba mm-hmm. because they have their same, their different songs, yeah. but they have their songs and they are a com- country that relatively recently have, have that came through a revolution. So remember we were taken to the homes of singer songwriters. And I remember on the first night we went to a club yeah. and it was like going into Greenwich village. Oh Yeah. And and we and they had artists coming up and they were performing and there are a lot of people there just like you'd find in any city in America drinking beer and listening to the music, and then they brought up Casey Campbell, yeah, and yeah. he sang a couple because we said and Casey, they, bring your guitar on this trip, and you're our music guy. And Casey yeah. was the song, uh, down by the riverside. We did, and, yeah, we did. I did a couple tunes that night, but then they wanted to end on like a sing along, and so yeah, we was, did. We did down by the riverside, and and a, and a famous, currently very, very famous, famous Cuban woman singer yeah. songwriter Martha came Campos, up, and yeah. she knew the song. Yep. Yeah, and oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Martha Campos. Yeah, there were a couple. There were a couple of them there because I I started into the you know because it's so it's it's you know almost iconic the way that song starts with just the I'm gonna lay down my heavy and as soon as it kicked in. I could yes. see her in the crowd and she grabbed awesome. a couple she, she grabbed a couple up. of the guys yeah, yeah. and came straight back and grabbed a microphone and said exactly. we, like we know yep. what we're doing and <laughs> yeah. we just lit right into it. And it it was, was wasn't it Jerry? That was one you and I were sitting there our wiser oh, with us. It was like, was, dude, this is a hell of a moment. This is a yeah. moment. That's it, what it was. It yeah. was so hmm. cool. That and then um the the artists like village that house that we went to that looked like the sailboat out oh. over the ocean that was like all the yeah. mosaic glass and oh yeah oh it was unbelievable and you could look from his terrace yeah and you could uh, 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 it was a clear day you could almost see Florida yeah, yeah. you you <laughs> it was so you, could, cool. you could see my house and frankly. <laughs> <laughs> And I I've can been, see my house from here. And I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sarah Palin can see Russia. That's I right. could see America. <laughs> my other That's favorite was watching Jerry listen to those guys. It was our first night there, I think, in that restaurant yeah. that the Obamas had been in like the week before. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, right. he was telling the story about coming down the hill. And like you, Jerry, were just sitting there oh. like a little kid, just absolutely like absorbing it all. It was these so guys cool. Said, yeah, these guys came down the hill with Castro. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It to was hear that amazing. story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the, props, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, props to Sandra Levinson yeah. from the Center for Cuban Studies in New yeah. York City, who and orchestrated, she, she travels there a lot, does a lot of uh, art uh, work, helps artists sell their stuff, uh, did both she down there in America. So it's very cool. Um, yeah. Well, well we got one a, more thing. Well, yeah. Just one more thing about that music. When we went down to study that music, Initially, the protest music, the folk music and protest music in Cuba had been back in 1959 against Batista, right? Mm -hmm. And it was to bring in Castro, who at that point hadn't declared himself a communist yet. So that was, they they were protesting Batista. Now, the quiet protest was more against the Castro regime. And his brother at, at, at that time, I, I forget right. what, what the Fidel had just died. Uh, well, no, Fidel no, had I mean, just died. Yeah, died. Just yeah, died. Yeah. 
No, I don't. Yeah, I think was, you're right, Casey. He hadn't died yet, had he? He hadn't died yet, but he was not out in public, as as far as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he heard, and, and we, he heard I was there, and then that's it. He, that's it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> he kicked hey, You know, on a on a different topic, we have to give uh, a, a nod, tips of a tip of our caps to two other people. One is to Catfish, uh, Matt Williams, oh, yeah. who oh, owns yeah. Folk School Coffee Parlor, owned it. Well, he still owns it, but it's but he's now doing other things, and he still mm-hmm. lives there. But uh, Catfish and Folk School Coffee Parlor up until COVID, so about you know half of this, the run of this podcast, is where we did our shows. And also Red Cedars, Patrick Hu, oh, uh, nice. A.J.U., uh, who wrote this wonderful song. And it's trying to remember the name of the song, Mountain um, That or, Eats Men. Yeah. What is it? Mountain That Eats Men. Mountain That Eats Men. Thank you, David Bruce. Uh, he wrote that song and, and his uh, duo, Red Cedar, Red Cedars, uh, recorded that. And we basically purchased that. Well, we didn't purchase the song, still his song. We, we purchased the rights to use that as our opening song. Yeah. And it's an amazing song. And it, we never get past the first line of it uh, <laughs> because that's the nature of a bumper song. But it's got a great song. So uh, thank you, Patrick Hugh, for uh, creating that. Uh, Megan Hills, man, she had a run uh, where Megan, Megan would do any voice we asked her to do. And if there's <laughs> been not enough of it, it's that we didn't ask her enough to do it. But she she did uh, Melania Trump and she killed oh, it. Yeah. And we had these... <laughs> We'd have these late night calls from Melania <laughs> Trump. And the and the 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 satire was we created the theater of the mind where Melania Trump, during her husband's presidency, had found our podcast and without Donald knowing, would be you know down in the basement. Oh, or from the bathroom of the White from the bathroom, house. right. From from her suite in the White House, calling our show with ideas. But remember the one you did make. But don't tell Donald. You, don't tell him. Right, <laughs> but you did one where it wasn't funny. It was like I came from a country that my husband would call a sheet hole, a shit. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right, Gene. And, yeah. and she, de- and I she come defend- from country. Yeah, yes. she defended the <laughs> shithole countries. Yeah. And it wasn't oh. it, it was funny, but it really wasn't funny and wasn't intended yeah. to be funny. It was no. just her. It yeah. was, that, that was a good one, too. Yep. That was great. You know what and I Casey, remember? I was going to yeah. say, Casey got married during all of this, and we got to go to his wedding. That's something I remember. Quite oh, a bit. I did. Amazing. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That was amazing. Crystal yeah. Peterson singing, and we Jean's all grew wife up, huh? pulling a flask out of her boot. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. That's true. Yeah, my wife always shows up with some bourbon and a boot like at a wedding. How about that? But hey, uh, we chatted about this a little bit on our last episode, but we can't depart from this without uh, saying to Casey how much we appreciated all the music people he brought in because, you know, I could have done it for about two weeks. (laughs) I know a couple of artists. We'd have had those those same people on for eight years. But Casey (laughs) is, trust me, wired in to that scene. Oh, yeah. He is known in the roots fine. music scene around the country. He's part of the whispering beard operation. Oh, that's of, another great time. Whispering beard. Yeah. Whispering yeah. beard. 
and we did some episodes there. And uh, so thank you, Casey Campbell, for not only uh, being uh, performing on the show, which you've done regularly, uh, but all and often closing out our shows, singing with Jerry down by the riverside, or before that, Irene Goodnight as well, That's, as I recall. Yep. Um, yeah, just anyway. doing the quick math, that was 416 people that you had to book over eight years. Holy wow. cow. Yeah. Well, well you know, right. I mean, it, it, I, I feel very fortunate in that way because, um, you know, kind of conversely, the podcast introduced me to a bunch of new music because, uh, you know, with having episodes that were constantly running and with us doing, you know, uh, episodes almost every week, filling almost every week of the year, I, I had to branch out and I had to find people and I had to keep my ears to the ground. Um, and, you know, people that wanted to be on the podcast that heard of it hitting us up, you know, want, wanting to be on the podcast. So I was introduced to a ton of music yeah. through the podcast. And so I, I feel very fortunate in that way. I truly do. It it helped broaden my horizons and actually let me know my peers a lot better than maybe I, I would have otherwise. And, and so I feel That's very really fortunate. Good. Who yeah, was the group? That, I'm sorry. Who was the group that we all went to see after one of the podcasts down at, was it Memorial hmm. Hall? Yeah, that was in Cincinnati uh, oh, at yeah. a, at a, it was at the Taft Theater. Taft, and we all, right. yep, we all went to see a, a group called Spirit Family Reunion. Uh, they were family. Right, right. That was God, so that much fun. Brooklyn, yep. Still <laughs> yeah. one and of my we absolute went, favorites. Yep. And then we went to a Tyler Childers concert in Cincinnati where Jerry right. went out on stage and uh, goofed around with the audience a bit. And uh, that's right. Tyler. That was cool. That's right. And the one time I, the one time I really blew it with the Whispering a Beard Festival. That was yeah. early on. Yeah. Yes. And you had me go up there. Gee, one one who's job. The, who's, the, who's the ranking executive Thank producer? Thank you very much. Gene had me go up there at the concert and, you know, tell a few jokes or whatever, and then tell everybody about our new podcast. Right. That was what he wanted me to do. Would you remember I, I stood at the stairway stay, going up yes. to the stage and I yes. grabbed you by your shoulders and I said, no, look at me, look at me, look at me. Your job is to promo this podcast. Do you understand me? And I said, nod yes. your head if you do. Yeah. He said, yes, I do. I and do I understand. And I got the message and I go out there and all of a sudden the crowd gets to me and I'm, you know, it's going really well. And then I finally said, take care of yourself and each other. And I walked off and Gene is at the staircase and looking at me like he's never looked at me before. I didn't look happy. He's never been totally disappointed in me. It wasn't like what a Shonda. Yeah, it's uh, like when I got kicked. It's when I got kicked out of the basketball game. The same thing. It was same thing. It was just sheer disappointment. Well, it, while we're on disappointments, and there are some yeah. negatives that occurred, <laughs> we had three companies to try to get going with ads on our podcast, and all three failed. All three went into bankruptcy, yeah. and they are Elevator Comics. Ludlow City oh, Bus oh, and Turbo Chair. <laughs> All three. They were they were ideas that I think I I saw three of them on Shark Tank, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. And all three failed. Oh my I, God. Well, the oh elevator comics, I still believe. I I actually 
where was I? Just a few months ago, I actually started doing, I think. On an elevator. Yeah, didn't we? But very recently, we did that. Oh, no. Uh, maybe it oh, wasn't with God. you. Maybe Mickey gave me this straight line or something like that yeah. with people on the elevator. <laughs> and, now, and we got a chuckle. If you if you've never heard it, it, it oh, you got to play it. Do we funny. have it? God yeah, bless you. Let's, let's play it. Yeah, that that was my favorite. David's going to look it up. But Jerry, uh, <laughs> we have funeral elevator comics. That one was a little dark. Oh, that was too dark. Oh, yeah. that, that, that had no chance. Yeah. That had no chance. Yeah, that was a little dark. Yeah, let me find the other one. All right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we we go to New York uh, in the winter time, pre-COVID anyway, and uh, Jerry's room. And God bless Jerry. He would fund the large part of this uh, long weekend. And unbelievable. And I thank him profusely, constantly. Yeah. But he'd have a room way at the top of this, you know, expensive hotel. And then he, my room, Bonnie's room would be down maybe closer to the basement or something. And, but we'd go up, up to his room and then coming down the two couples, I started to set him up with a joke. People would be getting on the elevator. You know how it goes, Megan and Casey, the people get on and they go, is that? Is that who I think it is? But they're polite. And, you know, elevators real closed in. Yeah. And they're all staring forward. Very at the mirrored, Everyone's staring at the numbers. At the, yeah. <laughs> or at the mirror door in front. And I'd say to Jerry, uh, yeah, hey, Jerry, uh, I saw you talking to that older guy a few minutes ago. What the hell is that all about? And then he would do the hearing aid joke. Yeah, a guy told me uh, I got the best hearing aid money you can buy. Blah, blah, blah. What kind is it? Oh, it's 430. And then the people on the elevator would laugh. And they get they go in no, they after didn't. about no, this. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they did. They actually did. And then they some act. of them would get off, and you know, we get to the ground floor, and I'd always say, "Hey, you know, come on back on. We're we're here till midnight. You know, <laughs> yeah. grab a drink floor. and jump back on." And so that that's how the elevator comics was created. You got to show show if you're up I on remember- one of the higher floors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought about uh, yeah. Ask the Lifeguard, too, with Greg Schrand. Oh, right. uh, yeah, the- good, good memory, Megan. I Greg Schrand, Dr. Greg Schrand, who actually has a PhD in medieval literature, but his livelihood was made through his life about half by being a lifeguard. So he is a certified lifeguard. He's been an ocean lifeguard, a big pool lifeguard, so hotel fun. pools. He knows how to do this stuff. He's, you know, <laughs> save people. And so we came up with this idea of ask the lifeguard. And the funniest one he did was when there was that so, that solar eclipse where the whole country or portion of the yeah, country yeah, went yeah. dark for about five minutes. Yeah. I went down to Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Oh, to see that's it right. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and so yeah. ask the lifeguard promoted awesome. a special float on right. the it took people out in the ocean got them all set up with drinks and stuff that's and awesome he said be sure to get a good pair of sunglasses that was great that's awesome all right here we go there you elevator go. comics Hey, I'm Jerry Springer. I'm Gene Galvin. And we're the Elevator Comics. We perform in some of the best elevators in the country, telling eye-watering jokes in as few as two floors. 
but we once entertained a car full of conventioneers stuck on the 14th floor for 40 minutes. Call your favorite hotel and tell them that you want the Elevator Comics on your next ride. We're the hottest new act in the laughing world. I seen Springer and Galvin in a hotel elevator in Jackson, Mississippi, and they was hilarious. Best two floor <laughs> ride of my life. Hey, Jerry, what were you saying to that guy in the lobby? He was telling me you just bought the best hearing aid money can buy. I said, yeah, what kind is it? He said, four o'clock. <laughs> the elevator comics were fast, topical, and usually family friendly. But when the sun goes down, so do we. Our sizzling adult set starts nightly at nine. The elevator comics, you'll never take the stairs again. Guy says to me the other day on one of the rides, ballroom, please. I said, sorry, I didn't know I was crowding you. <laughs> okay, six more, folks. Enjoy your stay and call the front desk if you need extra towels. Watch your step getting off. We've got to pay the insurance bill. Elevator comics are brought to you by Up and Down Productions. <laughs> how? How did we not get a sponsor? I don't know, Jer. I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, that was hey. gold right there, I tell you. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> You're just ahead of your time. Yeah. Hey, no, and we could still do this. COVID interrupted this, but I talked to Lewis back, our friend. Let's give a shout out to Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. You come to all our shows, and, oh, and he's Lewis. an old friend of Jerry's. And over the years, through Jerry, I became a good friend of Lewis's. And he is an entrepreneur in Cincinnati, owns banks, and he has a headquarters in Cincinnati. And I actually talked to Lewis, and he is 100% agreeable that we go over to his office, take two stools, put them in the corner of their elevator where there are people ride up and down to come and go or go to lunch I was and sit wondering there with a couple of drinks in our hand and some fake microphones and actually just do our act. And then, you know, you know what people would do. They would get off and say, you're not going to believe this. Jerry Springer's on that elevator doing jokes. And then people would leave their workstations and go ride the elevator. And, you know, oh we God. just do our material. You know what? Down. No. Because that's a good idea. No, it's no, not. He said he would, it's, you're great. all wrong. That is a horrible yeah, idea. Yeah. Oh, you're all wrong. <laughs> I'm going to get behind this one. I like because it. Because people wonder, you know. What you know, I was talking the other day to, uh, well, he's doing elevators. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. More ballroom, please. I yeah. was, that was great. <laughs> I was talking elevators. to, uh, I don't know, it was either Leno or Seinfeld. I saw these guys at an event that I was doing and I was telling them uh, how hard it is to do what Springer <laughs> and I do because those guys work larger rooms and they, their act is, you know, 40 minutes long. And I said, Jerry and I different from you, Jay Leno is we have to work. Some people are only on for a floor, one floor. Yeah. And they want to be entertained as much as somebody coming from a four floor ride. Yeah. So you've got to read the room, right, Jerry, you taught me this, yeah. learn how to read the room and work <laughs> fast. You always called it working short. He said, Gene, you got to learn how to work short. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Megan, I'm just telling you. There's no two-drink minimum either. There's no two-drink minimum. We could try this out. We record some of the jokes. And just like they have elevated you, music. You only have two play. jokes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we record those two jokes and play them on the elevator. We have a hidden camera to see what the reaction is. <laughs> 
people are laughing. If people are laughing, we then go to the management of the hotel and say, look, your people love this. Yeah. I forgot how Western in Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot how funny that line is. (laughs) Ballroom, please. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, oh we're my thinking god. of we're now thinking <laughs> we're of old. we are really old. Yeah, we're we're oh. now thinking of not stopping this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey, how about how about uh, music to life uh, organization? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, kind of got to know and the great work that they do. And that's Noel Paul Stuckey, his daughter Liz Sunday. Noel is Paul, yeah. uh, Noel Paul Stuckey of Peter, Paul and Mary. They've been on with us uh, multiple times, including yeah. about a month or two ago. <clears throat> and yeah. so we urge you, uh, please go to musictolife.com yeah. and help them. What they do in a nutshell is they find artists like Casey Campbell and his peers and ask them and teach them how to and help facilitate them using part of their time and creativity and creative energy to uh, attack causes. I think that's the simplest way to put it. And that's what Peter, Paul and Mary did for anybody who came out of the sixties and seventies. And so uh, Noel Paul Stuckey's reaching back and carrying that legacy forward. So they became a friend of the podcast. Here's something else. Uh, Jerry Springer has and you would agree, would you not, Casey and Megan and Dave, he has an amazing ability to analyze stuff oh my that's happening in the world. Absolutely. And did these uh, wonderful commentaries, we times called them commentaries, rants, all the same thing, takes on things, uh, and broke the world record for the number of times the word Trump could be spoken on a, <laughs> without him appearing in a room. But it is it is amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And all Jerry, your talent. Yeah, Jerry, uh, when the pandemic broke, you know, you being able to share some your foresight on that was really hugely beneficial for everybody, not just me, but. Yep. You know, there was like a calm around when you were present and able to share your knowledge and thoughts about what was going on. Yep. Thanks. Now, Thank you. So, Jerry, it's wonderful. And we just want you to know how much we respect you. Now, to balance it out, because I don't want people, oh, they just suck up to Jerry Springer because of this or that or the, you know, the money <laughs> they can get from him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The trips, <laughs> trips to there's, Cuba. Wait, there's, to there's, wait there's, there's money involved? You guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But oh, Jerry, Jerry, to balance that, also yeah. on display over eight years, has been your epic cowardice. I oh, tried yes. to get you to go on to running wild with Bear Grylls. I tried to get you to climb Mount Springer with Dixie, who is a YouTube oh, phenom, yeah. who yes. is a triple crown uh, through hiker. And yes. time and time, I tried to get you on with uh, what's the hiking show with the SNL guy. Uh, and, oh, I'm forgetting his name now. And he hikes with just a simple... You know, yeah, one I know hour day. Kevin, 
Kevin Nealon. Nealon. Yeah. And Nealon. you still say, no, no, no. If there's no. not a portal at every 10 feet, no, no, no. Portalette. <laughs> No, not a Whoa. flush bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, but into a plumbing. <laughs> yeah, into a plumbing. 79, 79. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all right. Just keep thinking of that. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's I been... think I think our next gig, other than the folk music, is uh hitting nursing homes. Yeah. yeah there homes. Well, they're already them. asleep when you get there. So I mean you can't <laughs> screw up. And we're we already really had <laughs> and we really can repeat the same jokes every night. Oh my God! Get there early enough, Jerry. Maybe they'll share their Jello with you. It's already new. Hey, uh, also let's let's uh, call out some of our incredible listeners and fans, people that have been with us forever. Uh, Linda Schaffrin, yeah, uh, Julie Navarra, Harold Tucker, and uh, Debbie Bogenschutz. I'm sure there are others that I'm not thinking of. Uh, th- th- those just guys, our families and our friends that have, they have come, yeah, showed up absolutely. at the coffee house yeah. with us and tune in, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. been fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. got we'll to meet some amazing too. people. And and Linda's been a great publicist for me over the years. I mean, she's oh, been yeah. with me, you know. Yep. Yeah, how she's put up with yeah. it for 25 years. That's yeah, in and yeah, of that's, itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> half the battle. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> And you guys, I love you all. I mean, no kidding. You guys, love you too, this, this has been one of the really fun things I've been doing in my life. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's and you and know, probably two weeks from now, I'm going to change my mind. I said, Come yeah, on. Be on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But yeah, bring it back, baby. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> to well, back up with- what David was saying though, real quick, like I cannot, you know, even beyond this podcast, Jerry, just over the years, like you've taught me so much. I was 24 years old when you met me <laughs> like you were there for yeah. the yeah. foundation was, of- <laughs> yeah. that was another fun job doing the yeah. radio show for two it years. was a fun gig yeah. and like yeah you know you've just the way that you attack these very very complex issues and very very deep and what people don't want to talk about all the time you do it with grace and you're so well spoken and man has it been a an absolute pleasure and like gift in my life to have never thought i'd be saying that jerry springer is yeah, you know, yeah. Right. mentors hey, what's, what's wrong with you megan you know? no yeah. but in all honesty i've yeah. learned a lot thank from you. you and enjoyed thank every you. second mm-hmm. well let's awesome. see what the let's see what the future holds we've told you uh <clears throat> and you'll hear more about this and we hope those of you listening now will come over to this new endeavor it'll be totally different and some elements of it will be similar but We've got some humor things we're uh, cooking up that we want to do and try, and it might have its own new audience. Uh, And, you know, this team will stay together to do that. And uh, so let's see what the future holds. This isn't the end. It's sort of a different direction. And, um, you know, we're all kind of looking forward to that as well. And... uh, I don't know. Let's all raise a glass to each other. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Let, lest, we, lest we forget, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, lest we forget our senior premier ranking executive producer oh my. in arms. Exactly. Because <laughs> he is the heart and soul. Of yes. 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 Oh, come on, guys. Now you say it? <laughs> yeah. Now? Well, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, I mean, you're, you're fine too, Gene. You. Nah, yeah. I mean, better late than never, right? <laughs> yeah, I hear, no, you're right. You're no, right. You wrote those guys, rundowns yeah. every week and yeah. no one replied. That's no, right. sure. <laughs> Nobody reads them. He's also the best of friends I have ever had. Well, likewise, cheap. Jerry And he's, well, no, I'll take that back. He's not cheap. I think I think something I think something that's really been cool on my end is to see the friendship between you two, Gene yeah. and Jerry. It's it's yeah, it's really neat. Well. You know, it's really neat with you guys having, you know, many, 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 many years on many, you. many. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, <laughs> to uh, no, to see to see the kind of friendship that you guys have and have had over so many years. And I think that's really special. So I yep. Uh, yeah. Just just like Megan and Dave were saying, uh, like I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all letting us in and letting me in on on this on the whole Love game. It. And it's been it's been really fun. It truly yep. is. Absolutely. Next time yes. I'm going. To, next time I'm going to Cuba, Casey. Yep. You're, you're, you're yeah. staying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't hey, you know what, Gary? I'll tell you what. Next time <laughs> I'm going to Cuba. You're invited. I could carry your bag. I mean, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cuba's going to learn who Jerry Springer is. There it is. is. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, well, we're, I know we're doing the Mutual Admiration Society, but uh, for sure, we also need to call out David Proust and Ambient <laughs> Studios. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because yes, tremendous work is done and way more than probably anybody realizes including maybe a lot of us on on this crew because he is and i've gotten to know he's he's a close friend of mine now after eight years i trust him with anything and he is a perfectionist which is probably a good thing and a bad thing you know it's our way to live a life but he is a perfectionist (laughs) so he not only records and mixes he edits and he makes it uh, sound uh, as great as it can sound, given the conditions. You know, we're all in in various places, like in this COVID era, and and post COVID era. So, anyway, David Proust, if if anybody is yeah. looking for somebody to record anything, you got to get yep. in touch with Ambient Studios. Studios. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. So uh, uh, when you're editing, if you could make my voice a little bit deep on the song. Dark, <laughs> you are well, not Jerry, the father. <laughs> yeah, you have to learn not to lean back away from the microphone. That'll help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the man with the most, you're actually the, you're, you are talented. But for crying out loud, do you not know where your microphone is? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Megan, do you know thing? why? All kidding aside, hello, I think hello. I, I think <laughs> people see my microphone. Look at that. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Test now. See how that sounds two. different. When you're not oh, it does. It really does. We finally got oh, it. We got it, David. Eight go. years later, <laughs> I send my you know, sinuses you know what I to think Arizona. Is, is <laughs> what I think has caused that is all yes. through the years. He's had, uh, is this not true, Jerry, a body mic on, a yeah. year or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it didn't, yeah. in, in, in yeah. your Jerry yeah. Springer TV show, you could right. turn and talk anywhere, and the mic you had in your hand was it's, for the audience member. For the, not for me, exactly. For mm. Yeah. Interesting. So in this well, new show, we're going to do So we couldn't show. have gotten one of those eight years ago <laughs> instead of every <laughs> Every show, it calls it in our mic. I tell you why, because it's not not nearly in this setting as good of a mic. But what we are going to do 
is we're going to tether your neck to the mic <laughs> in the next uh, show that yeah. we're going to produce. Oh, okay. So if you <laughs> lean back, you're going to have a microphone in your lap. That would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> or a nosebleed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Actually, um, I put the mic here. Let me see. Wait, it really I does every... make a difference, Chair. Doesn't it, yeah. Megan? Well, what are all these wires for? <laughs> for that microphone. Uh, you don't need those. Does this yeah. thing run on electricity? <laughs> it's unnecessary. Unnecessary. This is like a Catholic confessional. Anything else anybody wants to? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Say? Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> oh, if I have it right here, it really is deeper. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh! Let's do, let's start the eight Dude, years all over again. You are a yeah. broadcaster. Oh, like this was yeah. your whole job. But those <laughs> yeah. are people that sit behind this glass booth or something. They they got all these knobs they turn. Don't they do that stuff? No, they can't fix some stuff. It's the David Pruces of the world that take care of that. That's right. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> oh shit! He's, he's being serious. I think this might be the best bit of the entire eight years. Is the, <laughs> yeah. true, the true story of Jerry figuring out the proximity of microphones. This is this is pretty all right. <laughs> And those of what? you who studied it, isn't it like your hand, thumb to finger distance? Yeah, you, know, you kind of right go like that. Good. Yeah, right so there. I've done all I've done all these commentaries, and no one's heard them. Correct. Oh, no, we've heard them, just not, not as, as well as maybe we could have. We, not yeah. as well as we could have. Yeah. <laughs> the date, December seventh, nineteen forty-one. <laughs> Oh no! Walter. Poor Nikki. Now she's going to have to listen to this. Uh, oh yes! No right. right. Honey, please pass the <laughs> orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Just be talking in the microphone. Oh well, at least we know what he'll be doing for six months. I'll keep him entertained. That's right. Oh, this is great. Okay. What do you think? Anything else? I don't think so. Other than uh, thank you guys. guys, it's fun. Yeah. Thank, love you. You. thank you. Thank you. Love you too. Hey, let's See have Casey Campbell, Jerry Springer, take us out on Down by the Riverside. Oh, one last time. Jerry. All right. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thank See you, guys. David. See ya. Love you all. We'll talk. Hey, I love, love you all. guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, love guys. You. Love you. Talk soon. See ya. Well, I'm going to lay down my heavy load down by the riverside. Tom Fullery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Sword and shield Down by